What the Friday? What the Friday? We didn't tell a single soul we were doing this once again, but here we are. Every Friday, we're here. You know. Yeah, that's right. You know, we actually set this What the Friday schedule thinking that this would be a great time of day for people to um, watch it. Um, but it's also a great time of day for our clients to need things and need us to do our jobs. <laughs> it's been a, <laughs> been a problem. It's like, well, can't we do it Friday? Can we do it Friday afternoon? I'd really like to go look before the weekend and do stuff. Time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap. What the Friday? So we may have to, you know, I don't know. We may have to just not do it as live or not count on a time. Who knows? Yes. And on that fascinating note. Having our basic management meeting right in front of everybody. Uh Yeah. Good, good timing. So I think we should jump off with the numbers that you have run and what you've researched in in our market. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. Tell me when to share your screen and I will. I'm ready anytime. Ready, go. All right. So I can't see on my screen if you can see my screen, but can you see where I'm at? Yes. All right. So um, what we're doing here is we're tracking. I don't know if you can see my icon, but across the top we have dates. And when we were kind of, you know, the end of May, I started started tracking some numbers. See if I can do this double wide. Nice. So you can see the dates across the top. And then what I'm doing is, for example, I'm going to Hoboken. I'm looking, oh, what's the 30-day absorption rate? What's the seven-day? What's the 24-hour? You so, know, just to get something more live. And then the same thing for all of um, northern New Jersey. Same things. So then I, you see these numbers, which don't really mean a lot to you. But then when you turn them into a chart... Um, I'm going to shrink this down just enough. We can probably see it. Um, each one of these bars, which I don't have formatted yet because I just use this for my own information. I know what they mean, but um, we're going to try to do that. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the left chart is basically the absorption rate for the last seven weeks in northern New Jersey as a whole. And then the next chart is the last. Um, and as a refresher, absorption rate just means how quickly homes are being sold essentially versus it's, list. Yeah. How many, how, how, many how many units are, are on the market and how many are being sold? Yeah. How many are being listed versus how many are being sold? Right. And is a higher or lower absorption rate better, dad? It depends if you're the buyer or the seller, if you're the buyer, the lower the rate, the better. If you're a seller, the higher the absorption rate, the better for you. So as you if this is dipping, the lower the bars go, that's the best time for a buyer to be buying and in the market. And the higher the bar is, that's a less good time for a buyer, but a much better time for the seller. And what that means is that there are more as the, the higher the bar, the less units there are to choose from in comparison to the number of buyers that are shopping. Okay. I'll try to, I don't know if that's, I need to come up with a nice, easy way to think about that. But the bottom line here is that we have, you know, I think we talked about it last week. It felt like we were on, we tapped the bottom and we were on our way back up. Mm-hmm. And this anchors that. Now, Hoboken is a little bit more of a swing. We talked about how, how big a decrease we'd seen in Hoboken, but now it's like swiftly picking back up, it looks yeah. like. Um Northern Jersey, a little softer trend, so but the same way. So I think 
I mean, it looks like right now, um, you know, we said last week, if you're looking to buy, now's the time to buy. I think we hit it right on the head and we were right. Yeah. Um, not to tap my or pat ourselves on the back, but um, I think we nailed it with our but tracking. The numbers always helps. So that's what's going on right now. Yeah, I've got a. I think we both have a couple deals that we have working with where we're working with the buyers trying to help them get a good deal. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we can get those anchored now um, because I think if we go back to market, what they're, you know, it's always hard for a buyer when you've gotten close on a deal, but kind of dug your heels in and didn't move very much and felt like the momentum was still going your way when it's not. Yeah. And now if, a, a good listing agent who has a seller right now who's considering offers, if they track numbers like we're tracking them, their agent should be telling them, you know, it may not be that bad that we lose this buyer because I think there might be a better one coming right behind them. And the way they know that is the absorption rate is moving in the seller's favor. So if you're in a deal, if you're a buyer and you're in a deal or close, I would um, get to cooking and try to get it done. Get it and under contract, yeah. Get it under contract and get out of attorney review because you can still have another buyer come along and make an offer while, you're, while you are right. in attorney review and that seller could dump you, especially if you're financing. It's becoming more of a seller's market. Yeah, it's not yet. Don't get me wrong. It's not a seller's market yeah. yet. There's still a lot of a lot of inventory out there, but it's starting to move that way. So it's it's definitely your time to as a buyer to strike. If you're a seller and if you can hold on just a little bit, if you haven't listed yet, yeah, and you could hold on. I Wait mean, a little bit. The reason that it's time to strike as a buyer, if you can get lending, because banks have pulled back on on lending to U.S. consumers during the COVID-19 crisis, like we were talking about, like we've said many times, mm -hmm. they're more stringent about who they lend to. They need a, a, you, they need updated information far more frequently because they don't know who is losing their jobs and who can make the payments. More than one third of Americans right now are falling into the subprime credit category. So, you know, it's an interesting time for that. However, if you can get a mortgage, they have reached a new all-time low. Again, I feel like every single week we're like, hey, this is the lowest they've they ever can been. Only, they can only go so low, though. There's, there's, they have they yet again right reached an, an all-time low. And now the average rate for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged at 3.07%. It was 3.13 last week. Um, and a year ago, it was 3.75 at this time. So for comparison. So it's not a, it's not a huge chart, but still. Yeah. But that's you know, still, I mean, almost three quarters of a point. If you had a $500,000 mortgage, mm -hmm. which is not unheard of in this area, mm -hmm. that's roughly $200 a month in savings. So mm -hmm. it's not nothing, you know? No, it's not. Absolutely. And speaking of how we're seeing it start to shift to potentially becoming a more of a seller's market, we're seeing a lot more buyers. Well, we're seeing a higher percentage of traffic, it, online traffic increase. Um, than new for sale lending, listings. We have, so on Zillow, which is where a lot of people are going, the new for sale listings went up 19.3% this month, month over month, like over just over last month. But the newly pending sales are up 24.5% over last month, which means, yes, there are more listings, 
but there are even more people who are going under contract, homes that are going under contract. So um, there, supply demand, there's slightly less supply than there is demand now, uh, just generally speaking. So it's starting to pick up percentage-wise. Absolutely. Um, take a look, a quick look. I'm going to show you these a couple numbers here. Oh, sure. Um, let's just look at Hoboken and you'll see why that chart's trending the way it is, which echoes exactly what you're saying. Um, if you track this line right here, can you make it big home, again? home sold in 30 days. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if you look at this, I'm going to, I'll pull it right up here to the top so you can see it a little bit better. All right. All right. So Last week, 38 homes sold in Hoboken. 206 were on the market. This week, 46 home more homes sold. Mm, yeah. This is and this is over 30-day average. So you've got some fluctuation in here. That's a, you know you really have to get in yeah, the weeds to see what it is. It's not like last week within that seven-day period. 30. Right. Sold right. So you have some things dropping off. Last week that are over 30 and going back 30 days. And then this week going back 30 days. Exactly. Um, but look at the difference in numbers. So the, the total number of homes for sale over the last 30 days, last week was 206 total number of homes for sale this week for the last 30 days is 172. So you see the, when we talk about inventory, that's the inventory dropping. Yeah. And then when you see the number of homes that sold, Last week it was 38. This week it's 46. That's what's building that trend. And then and when also, we divide those, that's where we get the number. And thinking about the fact that that's an average over the last four weeks, you just take that four weeks and move it one week, one week, one week. Right. And that's an average. That that increase, if you look at the numbers, is really indicative of where we're going and also means it's a little delayed. So mm -hmm. we're on and that's, but And that's why we track it in a longer term trend or we're starting to track in that trend because then when you see it in this chart all of a sudden all of those numbers and points and digits turn into meaning and you can see what's happening so i think that's it let's stop with numbers because i think we're probably gonna people's people. minds i don't know out. i think it really helps illustrate the point I, I i liked it and if rich is watching we know he liked it too <laughs> <laughs> do you mind um, un if you don't mind um stop unsharing me and or I will you mean stop. your screen? Yeah. I already got rid of your I got rid of your screen share. We're good. All right. You didn't even have to do it. You just we'll talk about it later. Okay. That's right. <laughs> we were fine. It's an option that I can drag up and down. Okay. Um oh, this great new technology and my <laughs> one of the great things, Birch and Birch, what we love is you get kind of old man stuff with me. You know, that seasoned old entrepreneur, this isn't a problem. Oh, but wait a minute, this is a problem. And Morgan's, we can do this. This is easy. <laughs> Let's easy get this case. done. Why are you? Figureoutable. Everything's figureoutable. Yeah, why are you laboring over this so hard, Dad? So, so you do um, always believe that things are, are possible. You have, an, you have an amazing mindset. They're possible. I just always think, oh, God, it's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> do I really have to learn something else now? Um, but anyway, back to it. Keep watching. Um, we have a lot of really cool stuff going on. So do you mind me taking off on a tangent for just a minute? No, I just have uh, a couple more things to say about the market, but Oh, Aaron, go ahead. Go ahead. You can you can go are, okay. <laughs> are you sure? 
Yeah, let's just keep it in context. So let's finish the market talking. You can tell how organized, like Morgan actually has this outlined a lot better than me. I just said, are we ready? <laughs> like, I have things I want to talk about. I yeah. think so. <laughs> let's go. Um, uh, okay. You know, this is going to just reiterate what we've already said. So I'll keep it super short. Essentially, pending home sales, which I mentioned from Zillow are up, but they're also up from the, according to the NAR, which is way more accurate than Zillow because it's the National Association of Realtors. So every realtor who's done a deal in the nation gets logged under them and it has pending home sales, like how many sales are under contract, went up 44% in May compared with April. And we'll get the numbers for June very soon, but they're expected to be a very similar increase. So that's, I mean, just that April to May increase is the largest ever, ever since it since uh, it started the index in January 20, 2001. So things are are moving up. And also, um, here's a fun, this, this is just interesting. And I think people will want to know. So there was a 400 county study throughout the nation, which covered 200 million people looking at, or homes. Um, looking at where the priciest markets are and what where they where the increase in price is happening happening the most, and you would expect the priciest market to be in New York and California. You would be right, um, but what was interesting is where we're seeing the sharpest increase. Like where are the hot, hot real estate markets right now? Philadelphia, Bronx. Um, near Charlotte, North Carolina, Dallas County in Texas, and Orange County, Orlando area of Florida. So those are the five biggest increases we're seeing now. And Philadelphia is leading the charge with a 22% increase in pricing. So that's incredible. I just think it's really, I, I'm always curious about where are the hot spots? Where, where is everyone going Do you right think now? that has, is the fact that we're, people are abandoning more vertical lifestyles and going to, they no. still want, they still want some Metro and, but they, but they don't want it to be so oh, tall. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it has, well, it's, I don't think it has anything to do with COVID. I think this price increase is because um, economic hubs are slightly more decentralized or multi-centralized. I don't know what the word would be, but, but um, yeah, it would be decentralized, but it's not just New York and it's not, it not, it's not just New York and LA. And then you have a side office in DC and a side office in Philly. I think there are more headquarters popping up in more cities that are, have a better um, outdoor living space, kind of like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that you don't, the only brain trust, it's not perceived as Manhattan and LA. I think brain trusts are growing in other cities too. And that's why, that's my guess. What do you think? Well, I think right now I'd probably lean toward COVID and say that it's people just because of what we're seeing with Manhattan, Yeah, you know, kind of an exodus flowing right through our area and out into the suburbs well, we're catching a few of them here of course but Bronx um, county philadelphia county are you just talking in general you're not talking about these is it because these are well the areas. bronx would uh, the bronx though is not as vertical 
Oh, it's not skyscraper Phil. Right. Philly, Philly, Philly. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. The same thing with with the suburbs of Philly. You know, is it is it going into the it's suburbs? Quite as dense, but it's yeah, it's hard to know if you don't. You know, maybe we should bring somebody on here from because we have some friends all over the. That's a great idea. Everywhere in the country. Yeah. You know, what do they think? So. Um, okay. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Now I'm done. I'm officially done sharing all the things I was excited to share. Oh, it's my turn to talk. I it's your it. turn. Oh, wait, one more fun fact. Buy- foreign buyers represent less than 3.25% of all U.S. home sales. Hmm. So like 2013, 2014, I can't remember the percentage, but it was pretty high in uh-huh. Manhattan at least. And now that's just not, not real estate. American real estate is not a big draw for foreign investors. Okay, go. No. Still a bit. I mean, I think you and I both have a couple clients that um, are looking to put some. They just want to put their cash somewhere, and they happen to be foreign, and they are looking at property. But yeah, it's interesting. It's a lot lower than when I started here. That's for sure. So anyway, what I, what's coming is as part of our What the Friday um, work, and also our brand new website, BirchandBirchRealty.com we are going to start doing some links where you can, these numbers that we're talking about, you can click in and see those. Um, We're also going to be starting some video series for buyers and for sellers. Um, That'll be cool, I think. And um, just trying to do more to, you know, we just keep getting, we get up every day, we grind it out. Yes, we do. Um, We get, (laughs) yes, we do. We get into some numbers and, you know, we just think we might as well just try to make as much of what we're doing transparent and share as much as possible Yeah. to help you make or whoever's watching this make better decisions, whether you're realtors or yeah. buyers or sellers or whoever. You can't share it. TJ. Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to get it. You know, you can listen to this thing and just think we're awesome, but that doesn't not mean you're going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that is not one of the takeaways from this video. <laughs> no, exactly. So anyway, that's about it. But yeah, that's what we're doing. So, hey, so tell me, Morgan, we've been working a lot lately. How's it going? I am dreading this question. (laughs) Don't do this. It's good. I'm fine. It's good. Well, I think when we started doing this, we we talked about the fact that we wanted to be very transparent about our our journey and what we're going through and what we're finding is that we're struggling to find any time off because we get up, you know, when you, when you're talking to people and you're working with your clients, yeah. there's always something to do later today and tonight and then tomorrow morning and then tomorrow at noon and then tomorrow evening. Yes. And um, the busier, we, the more of that stuff, it's hard to set boundaries. And, um, and the perception, I mean, a lot of people perceive realtors as just like going and showing a home and then somebody buys it. And you don't think about how many hours are you spending with each person who's looking for a home and how many times do you do that over and over again before you find one? If you're selling, how much time goes into listing, how much time goes into organizing, uh, following the market, organizing the sale itself, like there's, which is true for a lot of jobs, but the perception is from the client's perspective, they're like, you're free all the time, right? (laughs) 24 seven. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, but I, I've just been really tired lately and, uh, it's tiring. Working on that, trying to get my energy back up so I can be better for my clients. It's hard. That's the problem is you want to 
but that is there, a problem is that you want to stay on for clients all the time, um, which means you're on all the time. And then all of a sudden your battery starts to drain. And it's like, when do you, yeah, when do you say I'm taking it, <laughs> <to> <laughs> take it down? That's right. Maybe bring some whiskey with you. <laughs> bring it. We were joking earlier today, Morgan and I were in the, she'd come up to do some work here because we still can't get into our office really. And, um, we were joking about about things we shouldn't be joking about. You know. Are you talking about knives? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we could end it for ourselves or we could end it for you. <laughs> we have a very dark sense of humor and I feel like we shouldn't share that. <laughs> probably not. Like I'm turning, I can see myself turning around. I probably um, shouldn't have gone there. Why did you even bring it up? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was fun. You know, you got to live a little bit. It was really funny. We think it would be a great. Like, we think we're funny. <laughs> In the moment, we think we're funny. We laughed yeah. really hard. And even after the moment, note how he brought up the joke again, which we still haven't told these any whoever's watching. Oh, uh, you don't want to know. It's just off color, but. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how are, you? how are you doing? I'm actually doing good. You're you know, doing it... so good. I I props to you. Your your mental state has been phenomenal this week yeah the I, we've been dinking around with this or i have been your mom's been much better than i have been but um with a morning routine thing yeah and everybody's got an idea so yes. i've been i don't know maybe about a month just i feel like the last two weeks though it really clicked for you you found well, like, what it, works for you exactly yeah nobody else is it just seems like there is no plan that you can duplicate no, yeah, exactly no and it works plan, right though. right but there's so many people online or in podcasts or in interviews being like well this is what every high performer does this is the time you wake up this is the thing you do once you wake yeah. up this is how it was just how yeah. to be successful well wait a minute like, if every high performer does what you do then right. and every high performer does what you do and those two things are different. And those are like different. Arguments flawed. Yeah, so we all have our own thing. But I do. I feel like yeah. the last couple of weeks have gotten in a jam. Plus, we've got, oh, not including buyers. I think we're going to end up, uh, yeah. we have, what, about eight, eight or 10 new listings we have coming on in the next few weeks, oh. hopefully. Is that um, true? Yeah, it is true. You know that. Morgan and I, by the way, for all you that are watching us, Morgan and I are, we kind of split responsibilities for our team. Um, I'm leaning more toward the management today. She's out really killing it with people meeting everybody. Yeah, you yep, doing my excellent a, energy level today. Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> if you and I had yeah, had like time she's the face of the company and my face is like this. <laughs> <laughs> Are you charmed? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, when we get a chance to meet, um, things are going really well and we're growing our team. We have a couple of people that we're hoping to bring on our team, at least yeah. one. Yeah. Um, statistically speaking, maybe out of every two that we talk to, um, one of them might go. So, uh, we have a great potential new team member that we're meeting on Monday. And so Birch and Birch is growing. I'm anxious to show you, we have a number of backend systems that I'm trying to get fine tuned together. Yeah. We're we, having fun making those, you more than me, but we are having fun. Until <laughs> I call you and say, I need, I need, I need to know, tell me. This new client of yours, I need to get their information in here so we can track them. Which is great. I'm so glad you do that. But. And she's like, oh, really? Right now? <laughs> it's, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. And then 
Nothing. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so glad you asked. And then I don't do what you asked me to do. <laughs> get back to you tomorrow. I'm yeah. like, screw you, dude. <laughs> I got other stuff going on. Yeah. But in the end, we do it. So oh. we both get how that works. Yeah. And it's fun. And you know what? Um, I want to say uh, uh, shout out to Michael Hearn. Yeah. Boy, I had a. I love working with great realtors on a deal. We have a really. It's not particularly challenging, but you know, um, we're on two sides of a deal. He's doing the best job he can for his client. I'm doing the best job I can for my client. Um, he's a gentleman, great to work with. Yeah, um, to work. Never does anything to dishonor his client. I don't either. It's like okay, you know, we're I close. Respect him. Bad respect for him. You know, what are we going to do? How are we going to help this, uh, th these two get what they need to get out of this? And so um, kudos to him. Uh, we had a, a good conversation this morning about that. That was just very pragmatic and respectful of both sides. And it's like, I'd hate to see this not happen with this difference, which is tiny. Mm -hmm. um, but I get why your clients where you're at, but I also get what my clients were my at. We were both in the same place. We're like, yeah, we get it. You know, I, you know, he couldn't, um, he wasn't going to do anything to soften his side. I wasn't doing a lot to soften my side, but we made sure that we both knew we wanted to, you know, we wanted to do what we could and it's great yeah, working with professionals. I love that when you've, um, you know what it's like, you go, you, if you have trouble getting into a place, there are some realtors that are awesome at, they're like, oh, yeah, let me help you. And others are like, uh -huh. well, what's the problem? And they're short. So. Yeah, yeah, short and they don't care. Compassion, yeah. compassion. I mean, what's the generosity is, is great. It's great for the giver. It's great for the receiver. Yeah. Anyway, so I got off on another rant. Anything else we want to rant about? Or do you no, think we dear should? God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, it's great to see everybody. Um, please do make sure we can use all the subscriptions yeah, possible. Like, Hit the like comment, button. Comment, follow. We are uh, yeah. doing this live on three different, on my, my page, dad's page, and our business page. So I have no idea how to track all those comments, but we will look at them later. We just couldn't while we That's were it. on here. Um, so, and yeah, then we actually we're getting it out there in quite a few places. And when you total them together, we end up with probably a little over five, 600 um, views, but it's hard because Morgan's count and my count and LinkedIn count and then Instagram's count yeah, and YouTube count. No one cares. No one cares. So anyway, yeah, that's okay, right. Like, but like a subscribe. If you watched, thank you. And yes, like subscribe. Have a great, follow, great comment. Fourth of July weekend. Yes, please do. Rest, party, have a blast.